Shalom, shalom, shalom. Hey, what's going on? My name is Michael Sano, and welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the 12 Cities in Israel podcast, the only positive podcast about the food, the culture, and the people of Israel. We're here to tell you all about the great things that this little country, this big little country has done. Um, listen, if this is your first time watching us on the video version of this podcast, please, please, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that you're always in the loop and you always know when we have a brand new fresh episode out. If you'd like to take us with you on your way to work or you want to take us with you to the gym, you can find the audio version of this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and on Spotify. And also, if you'd like to help support this podcast, um, feel free to become a patron by heading on over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash 12, the number one, two cities in Israel, and setting up a monthly donation. Every little bit helps and is hugely appreciated. Um. And every donation helps us continue to bring you this awesome show. All right, all right, all right. So welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 38. And this episode, I know I say this about every single episode. This is a special episode, though. This one actually is. It just isn't special in my heart and in my brain. Um, This is, and listen to my whole sentence. (laughs) listen to the entire sentence this is my last episode in the u.s so our next episode will be brought to you from the glittering city of tel aviv um we're going to be doing a ton of stuff we're going to be doing a format change we're going to be just going through uh a metamorphosis to bring you um, a better product. Not that this is a bad product. I'm very proud of this product, but we're going to bring you something absolutely amazing. So before we get into it though, let me do our shout outs to our sponsors. And our first one is to Neviot. Neviot, nature at its best taste. Neviot Plus delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure. Based on Neviot natural mineral water, one of its kind in Israel, it's enhanced with five, that's it, five Chamesh B-group vitamins. It's naturally sweetened. It is low in calories, only 35 to 40 calories per eight fluid ounces. There are no preservatives, no color additives, and it's available in delicious, indulging flavors like apple peach and grape, which we have here today. If you're in Israel... You should be drinking Neviot. For more information, check out their website at www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. That's www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. And if you want to get this water, this amazing water from Israel sent to your home, if you live in the U.S. or North America, head on over to our next sponsor, Makolet Online. Now, Makolet Online's main goal is to make Israeli groceries and Judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the U.S. and Canada. Their online store 
carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America. Things like tahini, Israeli chocolates, frozen borekas, and the Neviot water that we have here today. Um, at Makolet Online, you will find your favorite Israeli goods or simply enjoy brand new flavors. All of their products are kosher and none, and most, sorry, and none of them are. No, all of their products are kosher and most are manufactured in Israel. If you want the tastes of Israel delivered to your home, visit www.makoletonline. That's www.makoletonline.com. And as an added bonus, when you check out... Type in the coupon code 12 cities in Israel, the number one, two cities in Israel, all one word to get 15% off of your entire order. So head on over to Makolet online today. All right. So episode 38. Oh man. So this is what's happening. Let me take a sip of coffee. Uh, no, before we even go into that, I have to do our chamesh bakhamesh. Sorry, guys. A little stutter there. Give me a moment. Get myself back on track. Um, all right. So we have a number of awesome thematic words for you today. Um, and I think you're really going to dig them. You may know some of them. I don't know. But um, we're going to give them to you. And they all have to do with traveling. They all have to do with going abroad. So our first one is, um, hold on. I want to make sure I get this right. So give me one moment. I, this is, this is embarrassing. Holy cow. Um, but I want to get this right because I remember when I was looking this one up, I got it a little bit wrong. Okay, so our first one is Sedei Teufa. Sedei Teufa. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means airport. So Sedei, and that's a little bit funny because it's a, in English, it's an S and a D together with, uh, I think, an apostrophe. So it's Sedei Teufa. And today, Teufa means, what did I say? Airport. So, yeah, if you're watching the video version, it'll be spelled out and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So, today, Teufa. Now, our next one is Matos. Now, what is Matos? Well, if you were at the airport, you would get on a Matos, you'd get on an airplane. Matos airplane. Now that one's kind of confusing. And this is where I didn't really understand what was going on when they developed Hebrew in the modern age, because, uh, a lot of words are just, um, I guess they're, they're English or European language words that are just brought into Hebrew. So I don't understand why Edo plane didn't come in but it's matos so our next one is tisa now what does tisa mean well tisa means flight okay 
And what do you need to get onto your flight? You need a cartis tisa. So uh, the reason I went over tisa quick was because cartis tisa is airplane ticket. So tisa is um, flight and um, cartis is ticket, basically. Um, and our final word is, you're going to hate this one, um, <laughs> because of what I said about airplane. Our last one is terminal. And what does terminal mean? Terminal is terminal. So those are our, um, those are Kamesh by Kamesh. I got five of them, right? So they, um, Tefa, um, Matos, Tisa, Cartis Tisa, and Terminal. So, um, so they, Teofa is airport, Matos is airplane, Tisa is flight, Cartis Tisa is airplane ticket, and Terminal is terminal. And all right, that's it. Our, uh, <laughs> there you go. So I am going to be using all of those things and going to all of those things on Sunday. So I get on an LL flight from JFK, New York, and I will be going to Tel Aviv. I'll be going, actually, I'll be flying into Lod. Lod is where Ben Gurion Airport is, and it's a little bit east of Tel Aviv. And from there, I will take a cab. No, actually, I'm going to take the train to um, Haganah, which is the um, one of the main uh, train terminals in uh, in Tel Aviv, and from there I'm going to take it right over to my hotel, the C Executive Suites. Which bum bum bum. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I give shout outs all the time. Now I'm going. Why am I going? Am I going just to visit? Am I going for fun? Is it going to be a good time? Absolutely, it's going to be a wonderful time. But I am going to work. So I'm taking this show on the road, all this equipment, all the video equipment, all the audio equipment, it's all packed in uh, cases, those airline cases, uh, or not airline, you know, uh, Pelican cases, those heavy waterproof cases. Well, I use a company called Seahorse because they are a little less expensive. Their customer service is amazing. Um, and what else? And they're, they're, uh, uh, case is a case is a case. I know it's people who use Pelican or Nanook or whatever. There are a bunch of different brands. They're all going bananas saying, Oh, you can't talk that way about my case. Well, whatever. Um, Seahorse is my, my go-to case company. And all this equipment is going in those cases and it's coming with me to the C Executive Suites. I am at, I've got the business suite for two weeks. 
and I have a huge roster of people who are scheduled to be coming. And I'm still actually texting, WhatsApping, emailing all kinds of people. We've got more people who are coming. We have some people who have fell out. Um, one person who I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. So one of the, one of the important ones that I'm going to be doing is my best friend, uh, Biton. And Motibiton lives in Beersheba in the south, and he's uh, Morocco, he's uh, Moroccan. And him and I have a lot to talk about because his family has become my family. We're very close, and his family is close to mine. And I can't wait uh, to see his family, especially um, just all of them. Um, um, just all of them. I cannot wait. I went to a wedding, um, his son's wedding, and it was absolutely amazing. And it just, it, it cemented an already amazing relationship. But what we're going to be talking about is going to be absolutely fascinating. So we're going to be talking about Sephardic life in Israel from Moroccan Jews. I think it's amazing. Um, I think you're going to find it absolutely amazing and the back and forth that him and I have just in our phone conversations uh will will, I I I hope you appreciate the window into his life that we're gonna get now that's just one of them we've also got um We've also got a couple of other people. Well, one of the ones that I'm trying to get right now, and I'm in the process of working out how to logistically make this happen without driving her bananas. Uh, so the election's happening, and the buildup to this third election is happening. And one of the people that I had slated to come on to the show is Stav Shafir. And Stav Shafir is an amazing woman. She is the youngest person ever elected to the Knesset. Um, youngest woman ever elected to the Knesset. And she's she's a powerhouse. She's been involved in highlighting corruption in the state of Israel's budget. I didn't even know it existed. Um, she's consistently working for the rights of everyone in Israel. Now, you may not like her politics. You may love her politics. But that, to me, that doesn't matter because the discussion's not about politics. The discussion is about her celebrating her and celebrating um, her accomplishments. So, Stav, give me a call, all right? I want that interview. Uh, <laughs> but some of the people that I do have... Um, I'm going to go through in this episode, one of them I am absolutely blown away by, blown away by, and I'm I'm still confused about this, and I can't wait to get her on the podcast because I get to actually ask her about this, and it's, um, it's a... I, I don't know. Would this be a cultural barrier? Not barrier, but would this be a cultural difference? Now, in the United States, a doctor, if you are a doctor, even if you have a PhD, if you're a doctor, you want to be called doctor. Professors are individuals who 
um, haven't gotten their PhDs yet. Some, you know, you can be a professor if you are, uh, have a master's degree. It doesn't diminish your accomplishments. It doesn't, dim- there are doctors who cannot teach and professors who you will spend the rest of your life, you know, living off of the lessons that they've given you. But apparently from what I understand, and if I'm wrong, tell me, please, I want to know. And I can't wait to ask her. Apparently professor in Israel is more esteemed than doctor. So if you're a doctor and you have a PhD, but you're not a professor, it's, it's not as illustrious. Um, and medical doctor, (laughs) so many jokes. Um, she is also a medical doctor, but she apparently prefers to be called professor. And I think that that might be because of what I'm talking about with this cultural, um, instances of professor being, um, more elevated. I, I don't know. Um, but that's going to be fun. She is amazing. She actually, this person, she was the former president of Ben Gurion university. First woman in Israel to be, um, the president of a major university. She was in the running to be the head of the, um, what was she? The the Jewish agency, which uh, is responsible, basically responsible for Aliyah and bringing Olim- people, um, Jews from around the world to Israel. Um, and and I I just I'm I'm so honored that she's going to be here, and you guys are just in for such a treat because she's such a an amazing woman. She's such an articulate, um character that I just I can't I can't wait I can't wait to pick her she discovered genes so she's a medical doctor also and there are genes I think it's 22 or 12 I can't remember but um she like actually discovered like genes in the genome like new ones wow how, how do you top that how do you you know what I mean you have to discover like I don't know something phenomenal to beat that but um I also have uh I also have I and, and I've spoken about this before um a dear friend of mine Alexandra Zaslav I met her at, when I was actually at Ben Gurion University when Dr. Uh, Professor Carmi was the president there um Alexandra is a dancer and a trained just amazing dancer and um, she now works in a program to bring people together from all different areas across Israeli society through dance. So Arabs, uh, Druze, Jews, Christians, all of them, uh, and, and to initiate dialogue and to uh, work towards peace, dancing for peace. Boom. And she does it. And I know her. And how cool is that? And you're going to know her. And I am just, I'm, I'm really excited. Can you tell? Let me take a sip of coffee. Hold on one sec. Because this one, this episode is, it's not, I don't, I don't have, it's not that I don't have notes. I don't need notes for this episode because I know what, what it's about. It's, it's not, it's my farewell to move on episode. So, um, speaking of which, um, 
as I said before, and I'm going to go into more of the guests later in the episode, but as I said before, we're going to switch over to a new format, and that's because since I'm doing these interviews, I want to keep the conversation going. I don't want to break in the mood in the moment. Let's say we're talking about something phenomenal, you know, some story from their childhood that, that, that meant more than anything in the world to them and still does today. And I said, can you hold on for one sec? Let me give you a, let's give a shout out to our sponsor. No, that's rude. I I don't want to do that. Excuse me. Can you stop talking so I can say something important? Um, Nothing is more important to me than what these people have to tell us. And I decided to redo the format. And what I'm going to do, I have a, uh, I have some big news. So Neviot is one of our sponsors. Okay. Um, Neviot water in Israel, some of the best water on the planet. Yes, I am plugging them right now, but my interviews in Israel are being brought to you by Neviot. What? Someone stepping up in the world. Me. Um, and I want to thank Mayan Bronstein and Olga. And I don't want to mess up your name. So give me one moment. So Mayan Bronstein is... Um, is the director of marketing over at Neviot. And I reached out to her and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Would you be interested in being a part of it? Immediately, immediately, immediately. She got back to me and said, absolutely, we'd love to do this. Now, I asked her to come on the show. She she can't come on the show. She has some more commitments to talk about um, Neviot because I thought it would be really cool because I am fascinated by water in Israel. Israel does so much in order to try to uh, to bring what the people of Israel need to them. And uh, Neviot, of course, is a company, and they, but the water company is a company as well. Um. But they, she, they're awesome. They're so great. Neviot's great. Um, my and Bronstein is great. And Olga Pertsovsky, who has, over the past two days, worked her, took us off in order to get me uh, the water for this, uh, for, that that's going to be on the show. They're providing all of the water. Um, I'm so jazzed. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Um, so Neviot is the the, uh, the the interviews are being brought to you by Neviot, another sponsor who I'm whoa, just amazed by Carmel Car Service. Um, if you live in New York, you've heard of Carmel Car Service. Their ads are on cabs and all over the place. Um, I don't know. They, you, they're they in a lot of cities. I, they might be out in L.A. I know that they're uh, also international I because every time I go to get a car to go to the airport to Israel from them, because that's they're the only people I use. Um, they uh, they 
ask me, do I need a car when I get to Israel? And I think, I actually think I just got an email from her. Holy cow. Holy cow. Um, yeah. Sharon Mercer, you are a rock star. Um, this is so awesome. This is, this is so crazy. I'm doing an episode thanking people and getting people ready for what's going on. And I get an email from Sharon Mercer, who is my contact at Carmel Car Service. Um, and thank you. Thank you, Sharon. You are a rock star. I want to thank um, Elal, who has uh, the LL office in Miami, who has gone out of their way to make sure um, that all of my needs are met um, because a lot of people go through Travelocity and stuff like that. I don't do that because I like having someone to talk to. Um, I have in the past, but I also like to fly a lot. And I hear people complaining stuff like that, but um, I've never had anything to complain about and I've never had anything but great service from them. They are not sponsoring it, but I do want to give a shout out to all the people at LL who helped me get back and forth and are helping me get there. Um, another one of my sponsors is Adorama and all of my video equipment. The reason you watch this, if you watch the video version, comes from Adorama and the wonderful people there. Um, and my other um, major sponsor and they are all personal friends of mine. Um, Alto Music. Alto Music is up in the Hudson Valley in New York. And they get me all of my audio equipment. These microphones that you're listening to me on came from Alto Music. Everything. Everything. All, even, hey, I'm trying to do this thing where I connect this to that. Can you do this? Johnny Z is always there. He's, he's my guy. And, uh, all of you guys, I love you. And what I'm going to do, why am I telling you about all my sponsors? Um, and it is not to plug my sponsors. It's literally to thank my sponsors for helping support me. But what I have to explain is I'm no longer after this episode going to be doing the, the ads in the middle. I'm going to be doing visual ads. So the ads will only be on the YouTube version. Um, I may do a audio blurb brought to you by Neviot, uh, Alto music, blah, 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 and all that. Um, and I may do another one for Makolet online and all of them because they've all been there for me. They've all helped me, but I'm going to keep those four, uh, Neviot, Carmel, Adorama and Alto Music, they're all going to be in the front in what are called panel ads. I think they're called panel ads, but they'll be quick. And then at the end, I'll have the rest of my sponsors. And then I'll just be wide open with conversation. All right. Um, we are at the halfway point. Let me do <laughs> a quick shout out. Um, let me do a quick shout out uh, to our 
two more of our sponsors. And our first one is iConnect. iConnect, engagement with Israel that earns you rewards. iConnect is a website dedicated to teaching you more about Israel. It's also a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. While you are there, you will connect with Israel by engaging with all of iConnect's numerous articles, games, puzzles, polls, and more. Finally got that one right. Now, why should you play? Because iConnect's unique platform introduces you to Israel in a fun, exciting, and most importantly, rewarding way. All while working towards giving you a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So head on over to www.iconnect.co.il. That's www dot i k o n n e c t dot c o dot i l and start playing now our next one is from israel phones israel phones is the leading provider of mobile phone plans and devices for people traveling to israel with israel phones you get much more data at an affordable price with unlimited calls and texts in israel an international calling to the u.s included 30 gigabytes are only 29 dollars 50 gigabytes are only $39. These plans are valid for 30 days with a 10% discount for stays over 90 days. These plans will keep you connected and are perfect for tour groups, synagogues, schools, community missions, study programs, and individuals visiting their family and friends. Also, with Israel Phone's new iConnect Israel Rewards program, you can get a $15 credit to cover the cost of the SIM card for just signing up. You can join iConnect Israel right now and start earning points towards great rewards. For more information on what Israel phones can do for you and to get this great deal, please visit www.israelphones.com. That's www.israelphones.com. Now, where were we? Let me take a sip of coffee and I'll tell you about the rest of these awesome people. So I told you, I am going to the C Executive Suites, um, and it is such a posh hotel. It is so awesome. It is right on the beach. It's actually a couple of doors south of um, the U.S. Consulate in Tel Aviv. It's right next to this really awesome, jerky-looking building. And I say that, that's that's not the... It's like a... It's like offset cubes is what this building is next to. Not not this the executive suites, but the the peach colored building next to it. And uh it's just really awesome. If you've if you our logo where it says 12 cities in Israel and the sun is setting. The picture that I took was taken right outside of that hotel. That's where I stay when I go to Tel Aviv. Um, the prices are great. The people are wonderful. Um, and they know everything. If I have any questions, they're always there with it. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm so thankful and appreciative. I love going to Israel. Israel to me feels like home. It drives my not my wife nuts. It really does. It actually kind of upsets her. But I feel at home when I'm in Israel. I feel more comfortable in Israel. I feel people are, 
I I don't know. There's a social quality to it that that doesn't exist here. Maybe it exists in the Jewish community. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I don't have an answer. Um, but I just know that I don't know. I just I I know how it feels when I'm there, and I can't wait to be there. And what's cool about it is I've been every year. Um, every year, I think I might have, I don't think I skipped a year. I think I've been there every year, but every year I go, I meet people and they become my friends and they, they, it's funny because you meet people when you go somewhere and you're like, Oh my gosh, we'll stay in touch. You actually wind up staying in touch with these people. Um, tons of people, like a lot of the people that are coming out, like one of them, uh, Lila Perlman. Uh, Soppy. She's uh, she is the student coordinator for uh, BGU International. It used to be um, Ben Gurion Overseas Program, OSP. When I went, that's what it was, and it was the summer program for Ulp- Ulpan. And Ulpan is uh, intensive Hebrew. It's what I do in the beginning. I try to give you a couple of words, and I say, "Go with it." <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what the words were? Um, anyways, so she, I went twice. I loved it so much that I went on overseas programs twice. Uh, and it's funny because I went back to the study abroad office at City College in New York, and I said, "Can I, can I study abroad twice?" And the woman there, Nineveh, she said, you can go every year if you want. And I was like, yes. And I wound up going back. And uh, it's actually that second trip that allowed me to start this project, 12 Cities in Israel, with, uh, with the travel show, where I did uh, our pilot episode, Food and Fun in Beersheba. And if you ever want to know about Ben Gurion University or the fabulous city of Beersheba. Watch that video. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. You you meet a lot of wonderful people. And one of the interesting things about it is I get the opportunity. I do something in that that, that I've never seen done before. And the reason I did it is because I never saw anyone do it. And that is, what do you love about your city? You know, they always go to a place and they always guide you by the hand around Rome. Um type a wherever and uh but they never you never talk to the people there they'll talk to select people like at a restaurant or something like that but they the whole episode is is uh, littered <laughs> no interviews are scattered throughout it where i just ask what do you love about this city and they they say some really great things and um i wouldn't have been able to do it without lila who is coming on and uh she's just she's fascinating she's from originally her family was from argentina um and they up and moved who else who else do we have we have um oh my gosh we have a couple of people that i want to talk about so this is like a (laughs) this is the worst word for it this is like a coup all right so years ago um there was a daytime show on radio on this internet radio station called the voice of Israel. 
not to be confused with the actual voice of Israel, which is like the um, voice of America or something like that. But uh, the voice of Israel was originally a radio program put out by the state. So um, they resurrected it, sort of. Um, and it had, and, and it's funny because a lot of people I've, I've, I've heard from a lot of people, Oh, that was really right wing. Well, okay. There were a lot of right wing people on there, but there were also a lot of lefties on there. There was a nice choice and there was a nice voice. You could listen to the things that you wanted. I listened to all of it, but what I liked especially was the five at five and that was a program that had um individuals from all of the different shows would get on at five o'clock and it was in jerusalem and they would talk about what was going on the events of the day and it was one of the greatest insights into israel one of the best insights one of the best, best, best ways to understand how Israelis felt about the issues. Um, now, a couple of the people that were on and had shows on Voice of Israel and were on the 5 at 5 were Daniel Seaman, um, Yishai Fleischer, and Molly Livingstone. And these three were amazing because uh Daniel Seaman leans uh it's funny because I don't know that I would I would qualify Daniel Seaman as right I would I would say um he is patriotic uh in in the same way that it's it's I I find it difficult sometimes a lot of people want to call uh members of the US military right wing but they're not really right wing because it shows maybe a lack of understanding of what goes into the mindset of an individual who is in the military we are i was in the military i was in the military for 10 years we are free thinkers but we are also patterned very distinctly patterned to follow orders and to be objective and that objectivity uh with a that's funny this is going to sound horrible that objectivity without a lack of um saying no push back when we don't agree with something tends to have a lot of people think that we are in agreement and therefore support policies that's not the case it's not the case at all. I know I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but it's important that I describe this because that's one of my uh, that's one of my guests um, in in the military. I, I you may not support a president, but you'll follow his orders because that's your job, and that is a perfect example of Daniel Seaman, and I find it so impressive. And you run across it. So very few times, um, there is criticism about him for the way uh, he 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 was vehemently supportive of the state of Israel, and if you came at him 
uh, from a position of attacking him or something he cared about, he would defend it and he would push back. And I think right now in the culture that we live in right now, that's not something that people feel all too comfortable doing. So he's, he's, he's a really great voice. I love him. I think Daniel Seaman's great. Um, another person that, um, I love, I love this guy. I have so much respect for him. Yishai Fleischer. I've followed Yishai Fleischer. He is the, uh, he was again on the show and he is the spokesperson for the Jewish community in Hebron, uh, where the cave of the patriarchs and matriarchs are. Uh, I'm like, whoa, this guy is coming on my show. He's uh, him and uh, Daniel Seaman were both former paratroopers. Um, and he, 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 he. <laughs> Yisha is an interesting character because, and this is going to be in one of the questions that I have, and you'll see why I'm hesitating a little bit. So um, he is both a rabbi and a lawyer. Now, those, for those of you who don't know, go hand in hand, absolutely hand in hand. Um, but as a lawyer, there's a pragmatic approach and a lack of anything outside of the sphere of what's written, okay? Uh, but as a rabbi, what's written is the starting point. That th those are your first steps. So it'll be interesting to see how he balances these two things. Um, it's why we have this wonderful, amazing tradition in Judaism. What is it? Two Jews, three opinions. Um, we see different things in, in different words. Uh, we see different things in the same words. And it's really going to be phenomenal to have him on. He, uh, he has a podcast too, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to be embarrassed because he's, he's been up doing this for a while. Um, and I also have someone that I am so stoked she is coming on the show molly livingstone now i have to give a little bit of context so when the five uh, when the five at five would be on you would have a group of people saying we gotta do this and it's horrible that people made this decision blah blah blah, blah. and molly would come up and say well i don't know if that's that bad of a decision and they would turn on her and go what are you talking about are you crazy and she'd but she'd stand up to it strong powerful amazing and charming she is a stand-up comic i can't wait it's gonna be so much fun um i am just ah i'm so excited uh also we have uh in that same vein of strong dynamic women i have the honor the absolute honor of having someone that i've looked up to uh very Rarely does someone impress me with their words. Um, and what I mean by that is their written words. And Shoshana Keats Jaskell has been a writer uh, for a long time. Um, she's originally from, I think, New Jersey. She went, went to Rutgers and uh, 
she I was I was reading the times of his she's actually the reason why I was inspired to become a writer she's one of the reasons why I was inspired to do all of this um and she wrote a story and I can't wait to talk about this with her she wrote a story and I I emailed her this um about her daughter and how her daughter was sick, but her daughter went through a surgery or a procedure or something. And it, it was, there was a risk and how she's here now. And the same exact thing happened with my son, my son who is now 16 <laughs> had heart surgery when he was five weeks old. Um, and to hear her, to read her words and hear them in my head gave so much of a, this sounds weird. I know so much of a blessing to my son that I just, I, I, I'm, she's awesome. She's amazing. And she's also an advocate for uh, women in the Orthodox community and giving women more of a voice in the Orthodox community. And that's, that's, that's a difficult challenge. And you have to fit, you have to have a, a, a turtle shell to get yourself through that. And to be that strong, um, it is just an amazing honor to have her on this show. Um, I'm, uh, this one, this one, this one's going to blow you away. Before I talk about that one, I want to talk about another one. So I have two people. So I called, I, I emailed this woman I had heard about and her name is Hannah Mason and she helps people. She helps people get over the bad things in their lives. Um, she is a life coach and she's just a tremendous energy. So when I was doing, when I, I had heard about her, so I said, I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to check her out. And she's boom, Hannah Mason. And I was like, wow, I got to get this. I even called my wife in, into my office and she was like, you got to get that person on the show. She's coming on the show. And I read her book and went, she's slick too. When I went to invite her, she says, of course, I'd love to. Would you like to have my husband too? He's also an author. <laughs> I was like, of course, of course. So I am in the middle of reading uh, his book, uh, The Lamp of Darkness, which is amazing um, and so fun. It's actually, it's like, and I can't wait to tell him this. I hope he he gets the right. I hope it doesn't date me. Um it's like Johnny Tremaine in biblical, the time of the prophets. What? Crazy. I can't wait to talk to him. I can't wait. And one of the people who helped him with the book is a gentleman named Rabbi Mike Foyer, who I know about because of Yeshai Fleischer, because he's been on his podcast. So I'm just bringing all these things together. Oh, I'm so jazzed. Now, oh, one of the 
big, big, big name drops that I have to, uh, I have to throw out there because the fact that I'm interviewing and I'm not going to be able to, I'm looking at the time. I'm not going to be able to cover everyone. Um, I've only given you a smattering, uh, trying to tempt you come to my show. (laughs) Um, this person is just, I am, when I tell people that they're coming on this, that this person's coming on the show, I instantly get mad, like freaking street cred. Awesome. Hold on. So I have Doron Almog coming on. Now I know I've mentioned that before, but I need to tell you who Doron Almog is. So before I tell you that, I need to tell you about Moshe Dayan. So Moshe Dayan, uh, for those of you who don't know, the one-eyed general who was the head of the, the father of the IDF, he basically created it, followed a track, a career track, as he went through his career and was in all of these significant battles. Um, he lost his eye fighting against the Vichy uh, in Lebanon. I think it was Lebanon or Syria. I can't remember. It was one of those two places. And uh, to a sniper while he was looking through binoculars. Now, he is a legend. Very few can live up to Moshe Dayan's legend. With the exception of Doron Almog, retired Major General Doron Almog, who I'm going to be sitting across the table from when I'm in Israel. For those of you who know about Entebbe, when the uh, when the IDF went in and rescued the hostages, the that was also the mission. And and if I'm wrong about this, I apologize. But that was also the mission that uh, Netanyahu's brother was killed on. Um. The first person off the plane was Doron Almog. He has been in every conflict that Israel has been in, uh, just about, uh, starting with the, I think the, uh, the Yom Kippur war. Um, he, he has just been everywhere, everywhere. He was, his, his last posting was in the Southern Command in Beersheba. That's the same exact posting that um, Moshe Dayan had. And if you, I, I read a biography of him, of Moshe Dayan, and he said he always wanted to get back there. It would never be as good as when I was in the Southern Command. Um, now... He could have gone on to become uh, Minister of Defense and, uh, without a doubt, Prime Minister. He left all of that. All of it. Because his son, 
um, was severely mentally and physically disabled. And instead chose to spend the years that his son had left with him and advocating on behalf of him. Stories of sacrifice like that just don't even feel real. They're so amazing. Um, but that's an example of how blessed and lucky I am to be going to Israel that I get to sit across the table from people like these and Lila Perlman and Rivka Carmi and Alexandra Zaslav and Doron Almog and, and, and Molly Livingstone and Yishai Fleischer and Daniel Seaman, all of these people to me are my heroes. And I get to sit across the table from them. Um, so my next show will be from Tel Aviv. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, that's it. Um, thank you so much for joining us for the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. Don't, for, don't forget to subscribe to our feed and become a part of the 12 Cities in Israel community. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And we'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week, so keep your eyes out for that. Also, 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 to help support this podcast, you can visit our Patreon page and become a regular donor. You can find that page, as I said before, at www.patreon.com forward slash 12 cities in Israel, the number one, two cities in Israel. And also, 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 please visit our YouTube channel where you can see a video version of this podcast, plus other videos that we've produced, including our full length travel episode on the city of Beersheba in southern Israel. While you're there, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. You can also check us out at our website, www.12citiesinisrael.com. On our Facebook page and on Instagram, where every day I try to put out a brand new post from all of our travels. And on Twitter, where we are keeping you updated on where we are and what we're doing. <sighs> all right. That's it. Todo va. Y trot ve. Galabak. <laughs>